0: Hey, it's Maddie here, and I'd like to say thanks to our show sponsor, GoNative.co.nz. GoNative is an amazing New Zealand company that sells raw ingredients for you to make your own natural skin and hair and beauty products at home. You can buy butters, essential oils, and other ingredients direct from them at wholesale prices. All of their stock is ethically sourced and natural. Their packaging is even biodegradable. Biodegradable? That's hot. It's like (laughs) it'll degrade like inside the bile in your stomach. (laughs) No, it's biodegradable. Maybe they're the same thing. Who knows? Thanks to our sponsor, go native.co.nz. Okay, so. Thank you for being here today. Do you want to do a little intro, Simone?
1: Yeah. Well, you're on BuzzFeed right now. I am. Look, I'm I'm on an article. Concentrate. It's called 48 Dogs that Jeff Goldblum has liked on Instagram. And it's just he liked the same dog every single time. He's obsessed with this one miniature poodle that's brown. And he like. That's the only thing that he follows on Instagram.
0: Oh, it's a, it's like one dog or one breed.
1: Yes, it's one dog.
0: Oh, just one dog. A singular dog. That's such a waste.
1: I know. And if you're interested to follow it, it's Max underscore A underscore Roma. So you and Jeff could Max. have that in common. is it first. Supposed- yeah, from Rome. Ah. That's <laughs> nice. Max, cool. Yeah. So, so far, a gripping podcast and good sign of what is to come. <laughs> 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 we have with us in the studio the louise wallace
2: hello everybody i hope you know who i am <laughs> i wonder who i am actually
1: we all do honestly same <laughs> every from day. day to day yeah <laughs> um and just to give a little bit of an intro in case you don't which you better you know louis had a a long career
2: mm. As That's because I'm old.
1: <laughs> okay, wow. I, th- I feel like should everything we, I say. Well, should we, we do use an intro again. or should we get her to do her own intro? <gasps> That's iconic. Oh, sorry,
2: I'll stop interrupting. You go ahead. N-
1: well, because I was going to say, you know, not only TV presenter, but actress of the stage and screen and director, producer. She's worked on Unscripted and everything else pretty much. I mean, we've, we've seen her on our screens since we were kids.
0: Yeah, since when? When was when did it all begin? Uh,
2: I came back from Australia in 1989 when TV3 started, mm-hmm. so they signed me up, and yeah, I've been on screen pretty much. I had a bit of a um, sort of a downturn, probably or probably about ten years ago, I think, um, where I was off screen for a while. And um, yeah, and then I sort of had to come back a couple of years ago with Housewives, and mm. but pretty much I've been I've been like a bad smell. I've been around for a long time. Just keep on coming
0: back. <laughs> what were you doing before you started on TV stuff in well, Sydney? She well, was really are, we, are you from Sydney? Yeah, yeah,
2: no, but I've I've got the Aussie passport now. I went to drama school in London. I went to a top drama school in London oh when my I was gosh. twenty. Yeah, cool. uh, which was very cool. I had a great time. And, um, yeah, so really, I've been on screen pretty much mm. since then. I mean, one of my greatest achievements is um, the tampon ad for Carefree Tampons oh God, in the I 80s. Like, yeah. How
0: were they advertising tampons back then? Because I feel like...
2: I was running... This is what I'm really proud of. Uh, it's quite unbelievable. I was running along the beach with a mo- with models... In the sunshine, in a bathing suit. Now, I wouldn't be seen dead in a bathing suit. (laughs) I was on TV in an ad um, in a bathing suit with a top, the top model of the time called Dini um, in Australia. And me and my line, my first line, was, I I stop in front of the camera and I'm smiling, laughing, saying, I've always loved the freedom of carefree tampons. Um, Only carefree tampons give you the silky smooth cover, making them even easier to use.
1: Oh, my. And if you could see the look. On Louise's face because (laughs) it suddenly came back to me. It suddenly came back to me, the
2: words, yeah. It's
1: like she fell into a trance. It was like Professor Trelawney (laughs) in Harry Potter. She just kind of blacked out. (laughs) But then
2: um, you can really tell that there's been a major breakthrough, um, as in two weeks ago on the news. There was a girl a 15 year old girl did you see this who in New Zealand got toxic shock syndrome you're probably too young to remember what that was no we but know okay yeah. and <laughs> so and so there were from kotex tampons there were two girls two weeks ago that got um toxic shock oh. And so the whole news item was talking about tampons and menstruation, Mm -hmm. and I thought, my God, we must have grown up because all of a sudden that the male um, news reporter is just
0: talking about it, and yeah, it was interesting. Wow, I thought it was. Wow, that's so cool, (laughs) and it's also cool that you brought this up because pretty much every episode we've talked about periods at some point. Yeah, (laughs) we have to. It's like compulsory. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah. It weirdly comes oh well, it's all female. So Yeah, that's like we right. didn't
1: really mean to do an all female podcast, but then it just happened and now we're going with it and we're gonna claim that we did it in a very woke and purposeful way. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I've got a game that I wanted to play. Uh oh. Um, but Lou, like it actually can probably involve you just sitting back and relaxing for a moment, which is good. Yeah. Yes, we bring on guests and then we play games without them. <laughs> but it is about you. Okay. okay I kind oh, of oh, this will be, be telling, fun it's great it the one
0: that I think it is
1: I think it is I have an album um, on my phone called Lou Wall and um, it's screenshots that I've taken that is what you call it Lou Wall Lou Wall mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. screenshots from her private Facebook <laughs> and the thing is Lou has a pseudonym and I'm not going to say what it is because <laughs> I respect her privacy but it is the name of no offence A much more famous actress So mm. you're hiding in plain sight <laughs> And the photo is a photo of her <laughs> Of course it is <laughs> yeah. Of course it is I don't know if you're just a huge fan of her Or if it was just Total fan Complete okay. fan Amazing Saw Same. her when
2: she came out here And came on stage And I started to cry oh, I've been so a fan since I was five years old
1: Something about her makes me cry as well mm. Just the roles that she chooses are so Im- Im- Iconic Emotive and, mm. and Yes But you will never know who it is listener. No um, so what I've done is, I guess over the past little while, um, when I've seen something that the Lou has done on Facebook that I think is iconic, I have taken a screenshot of it and I've been saving them up. And I guess it turned out it was for this very occasion. So the game is that I say what it is and then Maddie has to guess whether I've made this up or if this is a real screenshot. The post says, name a movie that you've watched over five times and are still entertained by, Louise has commented, Dumb and Dumber <laughs> Not true, true or false Is that her favourite? It's true. True,
2: <laughs> So true. It's my favourite movie. Your family the Turbo, watches it Lacks, together. the Turbo Lacks scene. That's one of my favourite of all times in any movie.
0: I don't even remember. When's the last time you saw that movie?
2: Uh, about two years ago. Yeah. I made my quite prim and proper friend who lives in England. She's married to an army officer. Watch it.
0: Oh my God. Did oh she like and it? And she was <laughs> horrified. <laughs> and I'm still roaring
2: with laughter. I oh. think it's the funniest thing. Oh. And honestly, she had these lemon lips on her. It was <laughs> so funny.
1: I love it. Well, here's a photo of you looking very proper. She's wearing a fabulous, fabulous watch and a chunky gold bracelet. She's drinking what appears to be a champagne on honestly what looks like a private jet. And <laughs> somebody's commented, How can you look so fresh after the week you've just had? She replies, Surgery. <laughs> False. It's true. True. They're all true. true. My favourite one, this is the last one, is like a video, it's advertising like a sweater that it's a hoodie and you can put your cat through the like pocket of the hoodie and you can basically like carry your cat around the house and Louise wrote my birthday soon and didn't tag anyone. <laughs>
0: Yeah, because I just want anybody to give me a gift. Yeah, but it's <laughs> not even your real Facebook. Imagine <laughs> yeah. if one just showed up on your doorstep and you had no idea who it was. That's from. fine. I yeah. don't care. Oh, that's <laughs> perfect. That would be even if better. someone's thinking about me. One of your Facebook friends. That yeah. would be better. Oh my god, it is, yeah. Because um, I have a, a public Facebook page as well. Mm,
1: mm, mm. Oh, which is very popular, and your Instagram as well is it has a huge followership. Like it's actually quite astounding. And I'm wondering, like, is that just from Real Housewives? Like, how does that happen? I don't think so. I think it it
2: started, before I started Real Housewives, I didn't, I had my private Facebook, but that was all, didn't Mm -hmm. post that much. And then I sort of cottoned on that, you know, this could be a bit of a thing, I could make some money out of this, whatever. And also, I really like it aesthetically. Mm. I like looking at my Instagram page and thinking that looks really good. Oh, and you it's are got, preaching oh, to Maddie yeah. the choir, yeah. and yeah. it's got good variety. It's got good color. Mm-hmm. It's got a bit of yeah. character, mm-hmm. and and then the the Facebook page is really different as to what they like. And sometimes I might put a selfie on my public Facebook, and it's like bleh, just dies. Oh. You put the same. Selfie on Instagram, it's like yay! So oh my god, Instagram, just so amazing! So much selfie, more, so much more selfie receptive. Totally, yeah. And then and so on the public Facebook, True. I'll say something, sort of slightly contentious, but not really. Oh, oh, what about when that girl had her dog snatched out of her arms? Um, on the North Shore she had a baby or a puppy Rottweiler he was gorgeous oh my gosh I remember this and these two guys <gasps> came up and stole him out of her arms and I'm like oh alert god. the media <laughs> you know get on to the police get these scumbags blah 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 honest yeah. to god I had about 6,000 views I all these comments we got them we got them it was, it was huge so yes, with public so Facebook, if Facebook if you go on to more sort of um, public um, message stuff yeah. they love that and, and, and videos as well they love and I tell you what, I get a huge response from. I think it's because people sort of like to know what my sense of humor mm, is. It's, mm. it's my comedy stuff that I put up. Oh, like. They love that, like my Little Britain, yes. Catherine Tate, Michael oh, McIntyre.
1: Yeah. Because yes. it
2: does give you an insight into somebody's personality. And also, I probably come across maybe mm, sometimes as a bit stiff and old. And then all of a sudden, I'll put something on like Little Britain, you know. Um,
0: so good They're like yeah. still the best She's funny We love yeah. her
2: Yeah Sort of I, I was and going I was going through a walk through Going for a walk through Hampstead Heath And went into the public lavatories And suddenly found myself Inside a man
0: You know That sort of thing <laughs> <laughs> Me and someone are really Into Little Britain At the moment actually We what are What would be one of your Favourite Little Britain skits Oh Dust Anybody? Oh my God! Yes. is my favorite Dust. one. Dust. Oh yeah.
2: So I posted that, <laughs> and I posted the one about the couple that come out. You know, he's obviously at check as the prime minister, and he comes out to the gate, and, and he's been caught on the public loose. You yes. know, with, with some rent boy, and uh, and Matt, who's Lucas. The, Matt Lucas is you know pretending to be his wife. Um, and standing there and they're holding the children's hands and stuff. And I I just love that skit so much because how many times do you see it? It's always the Conservative Party. So the Conservative Party's scandals are always about sex. The Mm Labour Party are always about money and bribery. Mm. Yep because the toffs always think that they can get away with having extramarital sex and affairs and homosexual sex because they've all had this smacky botty sort of private public school (laughs) education. You know, a lot of them have lived um, secret lives for years and years. That's what I love about Little Britain. It just taps into all of that. But
1: I think, like, it's true, and, and it's still so funny but when i watch it now i feel that in some ways it's aged terribly like because it was definitely made in a time where the whole thing was we mock everyone but we mock them equally right which yes. was like something that definitely would go in that era same as like ali g humor mm-hmm. but now it's not really it's not really the same like the butt of every joke is that someone's gay or someone's a different race and it's like it's not something that they would ever put on TV now. Well, I don't know. I just
2: wonder whether it, things will come back or go full circle. I mean, mm. most won't be probably a sex, sexist misogynist. Mm-hmm. and But I don't know. I just... I think we're going through a phase at the moment where, yeah, we're all—I mean—terrified yeah. to sort of, um, you know, pinch anyone's bottom or yeah. give somebody a hug or say, "Oh, you're looking gorgeous," in case you're sort of up in court. And I just don't know how long that's going to last, really. Yeah,
1: um, it's been but. getting more and more like that. And you don't want to—you don't want to cross the line of Hollywood morality, especially in the public eye, because you will be crucified. And Absolutely. people take such mm. joy in it.
2: I tell you what—it's interesting because I put. I don't know whether you saw that, because um, somebody sent it to me and they were talking to me um, last weekend at a dinner party about The Real Housewives of Isis. Oh, Did you see yes, that? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Now, I thought that was really clever, sure, black yeah. humour, Yeah. but um, looking at something really serious and troubling, but in a blackly humorous way,
1: yeah.
2: and I thought, shall I post this? And I thought, yeah, I will post mm-hmm. it and I'll see what reaction I got. No reaction. Nothing at all. No likes. No shares, and this was not public, it was private, so it was my friend, so it was safe, mm. but people didn't know, I think, they didn't know how to handle it, how to react to it, mm. and so I just put it on just to see what they would do, would yeah. and it sort of worried people, yeah. obviously. So in the end I took it off, but I thought, well really why? Why should I take it off?
1: Because the other thing is like you never know if it's because of that or because it's a video and people just really do not tend to watch videos like I mean, Oh, my what friends am I do. do. Do they? Oh,
2: they they totally do. Or yeah.
1: a
0: Facebook stopping things. But like
1: no that. response good or bad, just nothing. Just nothing. But it's like when I go to my grandpa's house and he starts saying some racist shit and I just shut down because I don't want to bite. So it's like sometimes there's that, there's just a the shutdown response, and sometimes it's like uh,
2: you I know, just, I, it's not for me, honestly. With anybody over the age of 70 yeah. or 75, it's yeah. just not worth it, yes. You know, it's just oh, mm. geez, just shut up and you know, <laughs> yes, it's true, have another drink, <laughs> exactly, really. so truly. True. Yeah, I just it's just not worth the angst, it's
1: not, because yeah. you're never going to get through to somebody at that point.
2: No, you're not, you're really not.
1: So, being like, would firstly. question Mm. would you consider yourself to be a person who puts out like controversial opinions or likes to push things or do you like to keep it more safe being in the public eye because i can't imagine what it's like having everything that you do to some extent sort of looked at by everyone in new zealand even including cheryl and hamilton and bob and the bush and you know is it well, you see,
2: I used to be quite safe, where I, yeah. I, I used to not be asked for my opinion. That's the great thing that's happened for me from Housewives, because Housewives was very liberating, that you really could say pretty much as you please, but of course, you know, within limits, um, oh. without making the absolute dick of yourself, like some people did. Um, so, but it was, it was very liberating, because all of a sudden, people, I didn't have to hide my wealth. I didn't have to hide the fact that I'd been lucky mm-hmm. and that I have um, a lovely life. So far, hopefully that continues. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have to feel guilty about it. And so that was incredibly liberating. And it was like, hey, if you don't like this, that's your problem, yeah. not mine. Yeah. And blow me down if people loved it. Yeah. They absolutely <laughs> loved it. And they loved the fact that we were not apologetic. But what it allowed me to do was um, I was all of a sudden allowed to show the fact that, yeah, I I do like having a social commentary. I mean, I've had a good education. I like to be pretty much on top of current affairs Mm -hmm. and what's going on. I have a social conscience, but I also believe in free will and the fact that you make your own luck. Um, and not sort of blame everything and everyone else on if if things um, go tits up. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think that's that been the best thing that has come out of Housewives for me, Yeah, that I can do that. And also, I quite like the fact that, you know, broadcasters here who are obviously um, usually very left-wing, not so much, I'm not talking about ZB, I'm talking about, say, when I'm on the project or if I'm on um, the AM show. And I like the fact, maybe because I'm a bit old now, but like Duncan Garner... Um and even Jesse Mulligan, like they say to me before I go and say, "Oh, you know, do you mind if we take the piss out of you?" But I say, "God no, go ahead." And I'm thinking, how hilarious that they're asking me if I mind. Yeah. Um. And so the other night on the project, they were saying, we were talking about all these hurricanes that are coming through and. And Jesse was saying, or somebody said, "Oh my God, did you get a dent in the Bentley from the hail and stuff?" I said, "Yeah, I do. You know, I, I just, I, I just sort of think, oh, stuff it. Just go with it. Go with the flow. And yeah, have a bit of a laugh." Yeah, when, when you, know? you
1: take the piss out of yourself, it's yeah. very difficult. For and anyone I haven't else got, got a Bentley,
2: it. but I mean, who cares? People out there don't know I haven't got
0: a Bentley, so just say I have. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know. Yeah. I mean, I wonder why Real Housewives is a vehicle for people to feel so positive about other people's wealth. Because it isn't, I don't know if it is done in like a sort of humorous way or if people really are authentically engaging with it. But it's true that like the sort of resentment that people direct towards privilege is somehow just completely skipped over for this one thing. Like in all of the Real Housewives franchises, you know.
2: They are. Incredibly engaged Mm. into it, they Mm. are. I can just tell by the engagement that I get on my Facebook and on my Instagram. Um, Yeah, they really regard me as their friend. Yes, Um, and I've been lucky. I've only blocked about mm, I don't know. I I need to count it up. I probably blocked with both Facebook and Instagram. Probably only about thirty people. Maybe. Do you
0: have to block people? Um, creepy guys. Creepy guys. Yeah. yeah, Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But. Um, so I'm pretty lucky, really. Most of it, uh,
2: well, by far overwhelmingly, it's positive. And if it's not, gone, blocked, you're out of here. What kind of shit
1: do people say that gets them blocked?
2: Oh, you know, if somebody said, um, oh you stinking rich bitch of oh, course you'd say so it's that not or Whatever.
1: not like spam it's like people actually yeah say if like...
2: somebody said that you know I'd like oh you're out of here yeah, it's like, or, yeah. or somebody yeah. or somebody who say you need a new hairdresser um, your hair look like, looks like shit or something and gone <laughs> you know totally I don't want anybody those are the, also the yeah. kind of people that I
0: would block Yeah. oh yeah.
2: totally I don't yeah. need and then I look at and, and see what I want to say is love have yeah. you looked at yourself in the mirror?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if <laughs> you go
2: there. Yeah, because it was my social media people who sort of, you know, manage my page but for me and stuff, they'd say, mm. Mm, no, don't engage negatively. Mm. You know, you must stay positive. And um, I really want to tell them to F off. Um, I'm so tempted to do that, but they oh, say no, no. That's so
1: interesting, because I mean, if I got a comment like that, it would send me spiralling into like, do I need a new hairdresser? Like no. I don't think I because have Because then that you look
2: at their photo and yeah. you think, Jeez. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, hello not
1: taking advice
2: from that <laughs> Do we own a mirror? <laughs> yeah.
1: And so like um, with something like Real Housewives you know you were mentioning that you have either producers or people who manage your social media yeah. who push you in a certain direction to I mean this is such an obvious question but to as you said, like engage positively, and those kind of pieces of advice. Well, that
2: was really when the show was on. In terms of the social media postings, now I, I do all my own postings. Okay. Um, I do if I'm getting a um, an endorsement, you know. Um, yeah, like the sun. A shout one out or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And and say I'm I'm working or I'm busy or I just say oh you know Ruth, can you can you post this for me and, okay. and and I've done stuff for for Sky and and Netflix and all that sort of thing. Um, and so they would help me to get the right hashtags and what needs to be said and, and who to reach out to because I'm thick as a plank on all that sort Same. of stuff. Even I find that stuff, yeah. Oh, confusing. yeah, yeah. But, but really, in terms, I, I treat the pages almost like my own um, current affairs story. Mm-hmm. It's got to look good. It's got to sort of have a beginning, middle, and end. It's got to be engaging. And yeah, yeah. so I like doing it.
1: What about during the show? Like, were there were there producers who pushed you to act a certain way, even just like on screen, mm-hmm. not including social media, which must have been a really interesting part of this whole experience. But during the show, I mean, I've always wondered in something unscripted like that. How much of it is you making your own decisions and how much are you, like, being puppeted? The by oh, pressure. we were puppeted yeah. big time. Really?
2: We were, oh, totally, we were. Oh. Very much manipulated. Oh. Yeah. Th- through
1: editing um, or through prompts? No,
2: not through editing because basically what came out of your mouth. Uh, it, I, actually, that was quite a good thing in that <clears throat> they didn't take too much out of context. Yeah. But what they did do, um, obviously, I mean, it's, this, it's the oldest trick in the book in terms of reality television. I mean, you say, oh, God, Simone, oh, she shouldn't really be wearing those white pants. It makes her ass look, you know, like an elephant. I said, oh, Lou said that your ass looked like an elephant. You know, what do you say about that? He said, oh, well, those white pants are just terrible. it's, it's like, Bruh. you know, it's, they, just, they just basically... But I think we all had the attitude, well, we had to bring it, and I certainly had that attitude, that you had to bring a certain amount of stuff that um you could get away with but the one thing that a couple of my friends said to me and i kept in the back of my mind the whole time is um somebody said just keep your dignity Mm. remember your manners and yeah those those and don't drink too much and that oh. was a really really important thing because mm-hmm. once the booze took hold and your inhibitions were let go that's when the shit hit the fan
1: oh and I'm sure they're just playing you with booze and just trying so to get much. you as butted up as they can so much I feel like that's what they do with a bachelorette oh yeah.
2: absolutely yeah, and God. married at first sight it's it's oh, the oldest uh, trick in the book yeah. um Apart from dance moms, I don't think they give the kids boots. <laughs> They're
1: probably giving them something. If we're being honest, yeah. <laughs> There's something going um, on. There. Oh so God.
2: yes, it was.
1: Uh, what what
2: absolutely amazed me, and and I thought was brilliant, is how the other women. I mean, the casting was incredible, and the mm. other women just went in boots and all and let rip from day one. And and even I was surprised. But you see, a lot of reality stuff I had done as a cast member was with celebrities. Um, I'd done Celebrity Treasure Island, That's I'd done, right. you know, So You Wanna Be a Pop Star And I'd the done the
1: Apprentice is kind of reality. Yeah, yeah, and
2: but but I'd done it with celebrities and celebrities were much more careful as to how they came across. Mm. Whereas um, you know, that these women who had no television experience, they just let rip. And, oh. yeah, and, and they didn't have the guards up. But, say, with, with Treasure, we all had our guard up to start with. And then after we'd had a week there with no food and no toilet and no bed and we'd had a guts. Is literally
0: not, no food, nah. no toilet? No. Nope. It, it's real. Oh, mm. It's
1: real. At yep. least the New Zealand one is. Yes. They don't take you to a hotel in the evening. No, and
0: no way. I wish they did. Oh, it's sunblock.
2: Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. You get water, sunblock, rice, flour, I think that's it. Oh my
1: God, oh, rice my and flour. God. What are you going to do with a rice? rising flour? Well, you make oh. damper.
2: The, the bit you can make oh an oil. Uh-huh. So oh. you could make a damper, and you just put a tiny bit of seawater in to give a slight bit of salt. And because if you put a, if you put even like a teaspoon of seawater, it just shows how much salt is in it. That's why oh. people go mental when they're you know going um, uh, thirst, dying of thirst on a boat, and they drink seawater. It's so intense, it, 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 it's huge, the amount of salt that's in a tiny bit of seawater. so you put, put a tiny bit in, you knead it, and like pizza bread, and the damper was lovely, and, and the rice was lovely, it's amazing, you know, people say I'll oh, stay away from carbs, but when you mm-hmm. only eat carbs yeah, and nothing me. else, and plain carbs, mm-hmm. you don't get fat.
1: Yeah, and look at me, frail, is that yeah. what you, is and that all what you I eat, eat is someone. pizza. So,
2: but you've got food when you want a challenge. But then one time we got this enormous fish, and I'm not a fish person. I think it was a tuna or something. We didn't know what the hell to do with it. And it sort of dried and got smelly in the sun. So, I mean, that was our prize. And that went well, that was wasted.
0: I can't believe that it's that real. Yeah, I yeah. know.
2: It is. it is. It was. And, and you'll find, what's the thing there? Well, I hope they make it real. Survivor certainly will be. I think this... Thing with all these sort of gorgeous young things, um, this love that that they're shooting at the moment. I, I'm, I hope that will be real. Um, you know, we we had to call cool
0: experience.
2: Yeah, I mean, the thing that kept me going on Treasure. I just used to think none of my friends would want to do this, mm. and I can do it, and I'm doing <laughs> it, and that's what kept me going.
1: This podcast could not exist without the help of our friends over at Go Native. Go Native is a company that was started over 15 years ago by our friend Chelsea's mum and now Chelsea is in charge. That means it's a female-run business and as a podcast that have exclusively female guests and that's definitely something we did on purpose and not something that just kind of happened by accident, we love it. Go Native sell ethically sourced essential oils, soaps and even DIY kits for you to make your own beauty products at home. Their website has recipes, it's got how-to videos, it's fantastic, it's easy to use. Buy their fabulous products today at gonative.co.nz and tell them we sent you. Let's get on with the show. It's hard. Like, I just, I can't engage with any of the reality stuff. Like, you either do or you don't. And for me, like, the only thing that I have watched that's reality was your Real Housewives, because I was like, well, I love Lou, and I want to see it. Mm. And I streamed it in um, New York through that thing where you get, like, in America, you can watch shows from New Zealand if you buy that add-on. Do you know what I'm talking about? Anyway, mm. I really went to a lot of effort, is what I'm trying to say, and I I really did enjoy it. And I thought you you came across amazingly. And I know like a lot of the questions people would want to hear us ask are about reality TV, mm. but I also know that like the stuff that I really engage with is the acting and you know the the scripted TV that you do and the plays, and I mean. That's such a world that I feel as if, like, that is that what you're more truly passionate about? Or do you feel like you love both? Because I know you watch a lot of reality TV, but you also love crime and you love dramas. But, I mean, the state of New Zealand television is such that, like, a lot of the stuff that people end up having to do here is just
2: run-of-the-mill
1: so so run-of-the-mill and like yeah. no risks are being taken and still to this day we're stuck in the 90s everything looks like it was filmed in the 90s They're just so like the
2: money i mean there isn't mm. the money here is that it yeah and i think because everybody is so obsessed with reality tv and usually it's cheaper to make although housewives wasn't yeah. um you know it's you've got your drama there mm-hmm. for, the, for the public so why go to all the trouble of the of the sets and the production design and you know they paying the actors and they, now they want residuals because of equity which they should get um you know it's that's what reality tv's done really but yeah i mean the thing about acting for me and especially being on stage is there's no in my mind there's no scarier thing to do really than walk out on stage especially if you've got a huge role Yeah, and I literally walk out and I think well this could be the undoing of me tonight this could be it and wow, tonight I fail and they find out I'm a fraud
0: <laughs> and you know what I've <laughs> bet... that imposter syndrome kind of feeling yes
2: <laughs> imposter syndrome and it must be like a lot of um comedians do when they go out mm-hmm. you know mm. um Yeah. I mean, the Auckland Theatre Company thing that I did last year, The Last Legs, which I absolutely loved doing. We just had the best, best cast. When I read the script for the first time, I thought, shit, my character opens the play. She comes out in this enormous monologue. So in (laughs) other words, I can't just ease myself in, you know, backstage and thinking, oh, I'll come on about scene four and I'll be all right. I can limber up in front of the mirror. I was the first one out there, you know, but in the end, I loved that. I loved it. And I came out and the director said to me, uh, he, when you walk out, people think, oh, there's Louise Wallace. Mm. They won't think there's a character from the play. Mm. And so he said, make them think that, you know, they're talking to you as Louise Wallace, not not as, so I, so I would come out and I said, hello, hi. And they'd say, Hi. Mm. And I know they were thinking, oh, it's, it's her, it's, it's not a character. And so I'd, I'd say, how are you? It's so nice to see you in this house. I'd say, hi, it's lovely to see you. They'd answer back. And then I'd say, you'd, you've come to have a look around. Well, that's great because, you know, it's bingo day to day. So suddenly you're in, in the character and you could see people, because it, it we're sitting a rest home, and you see people think, bingo. Oh, the 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 wing with the swimming pool and the and the hairdresser what's she talking about and fu- and, and suddenly they click oh she's 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 a character and it was just so lovely wow. yeah, yeah you eased really them cool. into it yeah, yeah seeing that on their faces yeah. as you sort of went into that mm.
1: um, and oh, so as a New Zealand actress like you. You know, you do these plays and then you go off and do something completely different. Like, mm. I feel as though you get to experiment in genres that maybe an actress in another country actually wouldn't because you right. sort of get buttonholed into one that's thing. That's exactly
2: right. I'm so lucky. I mean, you know, the fact that, like, last year I could do um, the project, I do the AM show, uh, I did Broken Wood, mm-hmm. I did Last Legs. I mean, that's four. Well, Three, you know, completely different sort of things. Yeah, I've been incredibly lucky. Incredibly lucky.
1: It looks. It looks like it would be a challenge, especially like, you know, as you have said, you know, you have the ability that if you don't have a lot of stuff coming your way, then you can sit back and, and wait if you want to. Possibly, pick I mean, the right
2: thing. Yeah, possibly. I mean, I don't know what this year is going to bring, if anything, and then sort of a level of paranoia arrives, and then you think, hey, come on. If this is the end and if nothing else is happening and it's your time and your time is up, then so it's up. You know, you've got you've to got sort of, yes, you can put yourself out there, but um, sometimes it's just the nature of our, of our industry and yeah. the fact that Housewives is not going to get another season. Yeah. People might think, oh, well, that's her. She's done. I think the thing that's most difficult um, possibly for – it used to be difficult, I think, for audiences to accept me acting. mm and I almost feel I've got to be almost better than anyone else because so that they think, oh, oh, so she can act. She's not just, they haven't just cast her in this play because she was yeah. in Real Housewives or she was, you know, on TV. She can actually do that. And, and she can, see, I love a fool, making a fool of myself on stage. I love that.
0: Oh, really? Yeah,
2: yeah, I absolutely love that. Yeah. Um, and surprising an audience with comedy, and humor, and 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 yes, and just looking like a fool or there's, an idiot. There's no,
0: there's no greater feeling than making people laugh. Oh, right? it's I the, the best! Model. It is the best feeling. I yes. so love it. Um, I guess that's. I mean, it's interesting because I think that one important thing to ask, so especially since we're probably wrapping up, right? Pretty soon. Yeah, we've we've done. Um, pretty, is like, well. what would would you give somebody advice, who's maybe starting out at the beginning? Well, you
2: see, a lot of people ask me this now, and mm. it's so different now than to when I was starting out because I winged it a lot, really. Yeah. You know, I bummed around at university for a couple of years, and then I got into drama school, and I went to drama school, which was just the best experience in London. And then I came back, married young, and then uh, went to live in Australia, sort of, you know, tried to get into acting there, did some pilots, did my tampon ad, and... <laughs> um, but it was, I just got sick to death of, well, of A, not earning any money yeah. and of missing out on stuff because, oh, I don't know, your boobs weren't big enough or you weren't quite tall enough or, you know, it, it just pathetic sort of reasons that just annoyed me. Um, I've got a, a good story about that, actually, the boobs not being big enough. And, um, <laughs> and, I, I, and I thought, shit, I want to earn some money. So I did a TV presenters course at the Australian Film and Television School. And the tutor there was a very, very well-known broadcaster, and he said, "Hey, you know, you're good. Start sort of trying to get jobs." And I'd look in the gossip column in the weekend paper, and just and it always had who was leaving, you know, certain shows. And so one time, um, Lisa Curry, I think, who was this the swimmer? um she was leaving as a sports reporter for the abc and so i rang up the head of sport and i said hey i know about sport i can do her job he didn't know me from adam i wasn't a sports person went in did a quiz across the desk got the job and that's how i got into television oh my god yeah and so you could wing it now he would say oh but you know have you done been to journalism school have you excelled in sports i did nothing of Mm -hmm. that
0: Mm Wow, that's really incredible.
1: Yeah. It's definitely harder to break into a but lot really of things ballsy now. as well. Yeah. That, are you quite a ballsy person? Yeah. Yes,
2: I am a ballsy person. You lose being ballsy for a while and then you get it back. You lose it in your forties, you sort of lose your confidence a bit and then you uh. then you get it back. But um, in Australia they're all ballsy. And if you're not ballsy, you're oh. not gonna get any work. Mm. Because Australians are really They go for the throat And they just
0: go for it yeah, and mm. I That's what like I thought about New York When yeah. I was there I was like Holy shit I would just like would sit there And talk to people You know about what they're doing And they were just be, I'm doing this and that And yeah. I was like Wow I really need to they're kick this up Absolutely But they're also yeah. full of crap Yeah <laughs> They are
2: full of crap Yeah, yeah They're yeah. doing none of those things yeah. Or they're doing 25 or 5% of those things Yeah, yeah. But it spouts out their mouth Yeah and and it makes you think. Oh my God! Yeah, fake it till you I'm make such it. a loser. Oh, well, I'm fake it, till you make it Yeah, and
0: I would never talk about. But that's I'm New Zealanders. Doing. That's yeah.
2: New Zealanders. We don't. It's mm. true. But Americans and Australia,
0: Australians are just full. Of and
2: crap. the women, yeah.
1: I also find like here, women are much more afraid to ask for whatever it is that they want. And I think that's such a shame because if you're just willing to go to somebody and say, "I want to do this," and I think I could, like you did, or that you know, time ago with this. Sports job. Like, mm. you just say, I want to do it, and I think I can do it, and your confidence fills them with confidence yeah just, so like, true there's a lot of women now who oh uh, sorry to bother you please, that's right I, you know and we're sort you of taught to excuse ourselves yeah. Friend, yeah. yeah yeah and then they're like i don't even think she thinks she can do it yeah. I'm, I'm sure that's a problem for men as well but i just think you know we should ask for what we want and we should advocate for ourselves
2: the thing about the boobs not being big enough yeah um, oh, if yes. i can just go back to that please story very please, briefly please, please. Was so I auditioned for a movie with John with John Denver, Ooh. and um, it got down to me and another girl, and my agent said to me, "Oh, you know they they found that you weren't sort of buxom enough." Well, obviously he did, Ooh. and it got this other actress got it, and she ended up marrying him. Oh, yeah, oh. <laughs> oh. oh yeah. So they did wow. this movie together and she ended up walking down the aisle from, with him and then of course...
1: John Denver, the country singer? Yes,
2: yes. What the heck? And then of course he was killed in a plane crash. He, um, oh. Yeah, well, no, flew his plane s- into the sea. Sorry so so there you go, just a little <laughs> bit of you know, idle gossip. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do we have anything else we want to ask Lou while we have her? It's so hot in here, I can feel every pore in my face.
2: Yeah are you hot? no I'm good, oh, good. good. normally good. I'm like menopausal you know horrific but <laughs> no I'm the fine the pointing right at you I know it's good I'm hogging I'm the fan so right now I'm so jealous yeah
0: um, I can't think of anything else I don't have my list of questions but I feel very satisfied
2: good good <laughs> No, yeah. I've enjoyed it. It's a great chat. It's a good goss. It's actually just a goss. That's
0: exactly what it is. It, it is. is. Like we just want to kind of hear about you and all the cool things about you, which we definitely did.
1: Oh, good. You, you still hang out with some of the girls from the show, eh? Like you and, you and Anne and um, Gilda are like IRL friends, right?
2: Yeah, we, we're all going to a, a party together on the 16th of March. Um, mm-hmm. Michelle, Gilda, Anne and I are going to some flash party on the North Shore in some mansion, so that should be fun. And we were going to the – we, we're supposed to be going to the polo this Sunday, but mm, I'm going to it's, that, a, it's so. a big wedding anniversary for us, so we've sort of bailed from that. That's so, nice. Yeah, but um, no, to. we're on good terms and yeah, yeah, yeah just with, with those guys. I mean, um, that's a yeah, shame
1: there's no second season right it is now, a, but it you is, never
2: know. No, I think that's Really? It. It's a dead it's duck. It. Yeah, absolute dead duck.
1: You said there wasn't like that much money to go into it. Do you find like you guys ended up having to foot the bills for things that other Real Housewives wouldn't have?
2: Absolutely, really. Yeah, that that was very annoying. That like was really hair and annoying.
1: makeup, yes. or like uh, like the cars and stuff.
2: Uh, well, I was loaned a beautiful car. Not oh, that I nice. needed one because I had one of my own. But but uh, you know, it was good uh, for them. Good publicity. I've loaned a beautiful BMW yeah. sports car and. Uh, but as far as hair and makeup goes, really, that should have been shouted the whole time. It should have been paid for by the production Definitely. company. And it was only for the master interviews that they paid for it. And that was just ridiculous. Oh, really? Mm. Mm.
1: That's oh unusual God. for the franchise. I feel like they would that's the least they would do. But again, I guess you've got to make those cuts for New yeah. Zealand. Yeah, yeah. You guys it's, all looked fab.
2: i burst the bubble.
1: <laughs> I'm learning no, I'm so not surprised. much. I'm not surprised. Hey,
0: well, it's lovely talking to you guys. Thank you so, much, so much for coming Lou. on. It's this has okay. been, like, by far the best ep, I reckon. So fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good, good. Well, I mean, you're so good. And, yeah. Gorgeous girl, so thank you so much.
1: Oh, thanks, Lou. We haven't figured out how to end this yet, so yeah, we're we'll just, just yeah, <laughs>
2: Just to have it sort of one long beep, like, yeah. As, yeah. as if somebody's died. Yes. <laughs> oh, my
0: God. Thanks again to our sponsor, Go Native. Check them out on Instagram and on the website. They sell ethically sourced, environmentally friendly, raw ingredients to make your own skincare and hair care products. They're awesome. Yay. Go native.co.nz.